right. Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrullo, uh, joined by my co-host, uh, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, let's see. Work anecdote. Today I had somebody call in and she, after I already told her everything she needed to know to get her passport, like educated her, that's what we call it. Uh, she goes, hey, so I, my friend told me this thing and I, I'm not sure if it's true and I was hoping you could you could tell me, can I get a free passport for this from the uh, Supreme Court? And I said, I said, what? And I was, she just says it again. She's like, can I get a free passport from the Supreme Court? And I just said, no. <laughs> no, you can't. I don't. I don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> can know. the Supreme Court grant me a, a, a free passport, or can I go you know, to the Supreme Court? Yeah, you like, should have like, gotten her started on the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, first you have to get a, you know, you have to be, a, you have to uh, get into boofing, uh, and then you can get into the, the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah, and I, I just, um, I just said, I, I didn't know how to explain it to her without sounding like a dick, you know. So I just said, the Supreme Court is a judicial body; they do not have anything to do with the Department <laughs> oh, of State. Man, this is way too patient. You, you know those like man on the street interviews where they have people that just are really dumb. They're like point to Australia and they don't know where it uh-huh. is, you know. Yeah. And there's just people who are like you, you. They probably don't know what the Supreme Court is. They just don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, like it's like a really high like it's like a federal court where I can go get all the stuff done that I get done at my local court, right? Right. Well, it's it's hilarious <laughs> when you get somebody who is you know, like wealthy and should know better and still will say things like, I'm going to get my lawyer. I'm going to sue the department of state. And it's just like, you can't, that's like saying like, I'm going to sue outer space. Like what? No, that doesn't, yeah. you can't sue the department of state. That, just, that doesn't exist. When you, when you said that she, she asked you something like, you know, she was like, let me ask you something. I thought you're going to be like, if I uh, give you 50 bucks, will you give me uh, like all the free uh, pay, you know, cable channels? That's like the way you, <laughs> yeah. you wound it up i was like oh fuck yeah any welfare hookups <laughs> yeah right um yeah. oh and also uh joining us this week again is our uh recurring co-host peter douche peter what's going hey, on hey what's going on nothing nothing magical happening in sacramento at the moment yeah but you uh, so you are at the uh bernie rally how was that how was the uh energy how was the um what was the crowd turnout like uh, i think we were at uh 15 maybe 15 16 000. Badass. Not too bad for San Francisco. And, you know, he's he's given the same kind of speech as last time, but with a little more edge, which is good. Yeah. No, edge I like Lord, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. So the total amount he had in California over the weekend was 45,000 people attended his rallies. And that, I think that was just for three like different three rallies. Three rallies. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, those are, those are great numbers. Um, what did Beto have in his hometown, in his home state? Police estimated between one and two thousand to his uh, hometown <laughs> announcement. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty sad. It's propped up. But we guys, all know but, it. but seriously, guys, why stand for something when you can stand on everything? Like that's that's really that should <laughs> exactly. be you know. <laughs> you guys see the meme of uh, Biden uh, rubbing like coming up and kissing the back of Beto's neck and rubbing his shoulders while he's standing on things. Did, uh, did oh, you see no. the fucking meme that Trump tweeted where Biden was like, yeah. it was, oh. he took the Biden video? Yep. Yep. Biden, <laughs> Biden molesting Biden. It was great. Uh, you know what? And, and it's like, as much as he's like, obviously the last person to talk about that, I'm like, this is exactly why Joe Biden shouldn't fucking run because this idiot <laughs> can clown him all day long. And it's not well, like the media is going to do their job and be like, hey, you're like a rapist. You know, they, they're going to go fucking report it. And sh- it's like Biden this- could lose the election based on gifts. 
Oh, he absolutely can and will, I think, you know, if, he, if he's the nominee. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be the nominee. I'm not really too worried about it. No, but I, I, no. Well, but, I mean, clearly know. the, you know, uh, outing Biden as a, a shoulder uh, molester <laughs> and <laughs> it was clearly a, a KGB slash Bernie Burrow plot to take down Biden. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. OK, so, you know, obviously we talked a little bit last week <clears throat> about Biden uh, being. Uh, a fucking creep because you know this is not new information we've known about this for years there's a million videos of him being super pervy and like creeping on you know young girls and older women but a lot of a lot of young girls you know mostly um and saying just really bizarre things and uh so you know obviously lucy flores came forward last week and told the story about how he came up behind her before she went on stage and like put his hands around her and then like, you know, kissed the back of her head. Just really fucking inappropriate. She, she actually said sniff the hair too. Don't leave. Oh, that I'm sorry. Yeah, out. you're right. Sniff the hair. That's my favorite um, part. <laughs> and um, you know, uh, after that, a bunch of other women came forward. And again, all these women have been, you know, democratic party. Uh, uh, I don't want to say operatives or loyal. Like they're not people that are like out to get, the Democrats are out are from Bernie Sanders wing of the party. Like, you know, the, the, there was another woman who was like the chair of the Nevada democratic caucus or something who said she came up to him and uh, like rub. No- he came up to her, grabbed her face and like rub noses with her. Um, and then, you know, today, uh, or I, I guess maybe yesterday, there were like three more accusations against Biden. Uh, and, and I think the total is up to like seven now. Right. Is, do you guys know? Is it's, I've heard it's eight, but, you know, we might as well just say nine because by the time this airs, there'll be another one. Well, and again, this is not and obviously he's and I'm not trying to make a false equivalency. It's not the same as what Trump does. But again, is that the fucking standard you want for your Democratic nominee that, yeah, he's a fucking perv, but he's not nearly as bad as the rapist that we have in office right now? Like, no, he's a fucking sex pest. He's not a he's not a sexual assaulter that we know of. But he's certainly a sexual harasser. That's certainly if that happened at your workplace, you go to HR and be like, hey, you know, my colleague Joe is sexually harassing me. He fucking came up to me and kissed the back of my head. Like, think about if like that was your workplace. And, you know, another one that came forward today that said he did a similar thing with the face grabbing and the nose rubbing was a White House intern in 2013. That literally is where he works. So it's like, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. I think one of the one of the weirdest ones, the weirdest videos is where he's like meeting this young woman and they're outdoors and there's another guy there. And he kind of like turns to the guy and he puts his hand up under her chin. Like, look at this precious little thing. And she like jerks away from oh, him. She like jerks away from him. Yeah. yeah. That was like, what? The, like, look at this little there's thing. There's a lot of videos. That he, just, he doesn't. The biggest thing with it is. Again, it's not technically, it's, I wouldn't call it sexual assault. It's certainly sexual harassment. But more importantly, in an era where like people talk about, you know, the concept of rape culture and the concept of, uh, you know, not perpetuating that and, and, and you know, to not respect people's physical space and not respect women's bodies and women's bodily autonomy in 2018 or 2019 now, rather, is disqualifying for a fucking Democratic nominee. It's fucking really... You can't be like, oh, you know, times, you know, while it was different in my time. Yeah, you've been living in this fucking time the same as we have. Like, you've come up in the same, you know, time that we have. You've seen the progress of society. Right. You know, 
Well, to me, like seeing all these pundits and and people on TV and all the networks defending all this, like, well, it's not a big deal. Democrats should stop apologizing. They have whole hours of chunks of shows where they're just oh yeah, the view saying, is disgusting about it. Well, Don Lemon too, CNN. I mean, an hour. Yeah, I mean, but you know, they're all just protecting their their fucking their but their class buddy. Like they don't give a fuck about these women. The fact that they were made to feel really uncomfortable by the second most powerful man in the world or in the free world. Um, you know, it's like, it's very clear that Joe Biden doesn't respect women's bodies. I mean, we talked last week about how he doesn't uh, believe, what was that quote? The Roe v. Wade quote where he's like, I don't Yeah, think he said that women shouldn't be the sole, you know, decision makers about what happens to their body. <laughs> it yeah, was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Well, and but, then, but it's, then, but it's been clear that that's how he feels. Yeah, and then people were tweeting out the picture of Bernie putting his hand on that that Lucy Flores' shoulder, and they're right next to each other. Like she's clearly smiling. She's clearly like you know was was okay with that. <laughs> when you walk up mm-hmm. behind somebody and they can't see you, and you put both their hands on their shoulders, there's no. I mean, because not everything that's consensual has to be verbalized. Sometimes you can just look somebody in the eye, and right. you know you put your hand out, you shake their hand. It's it's all like you know what's happening to you when somebody sneaks up fucking behind you and grabs you like that and puts their mouth on the back of your head you don't have there's no way you can decide if that's okay or not there's no there's no there's no gray area on a nose rub like you better know that it's okay to rub noses with someone that better be your fucking wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever like that you don't just go up to if you're an eskimo i think that's an okay way to go about you know but other than that it's not a yeah or if you're Eskimo brothers, that's the other acceptable time to go up and rub noses with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, are you familiar with that term, guys? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't know that one. It's 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 when two guys have have, have uh, like hooked up with the same chick, like your Eskimo brothers. Oh, college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not at the same time, like at different times. It's like you know, it's, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Um, what rolling back the progress we've made. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a funny term, like butt chug. Butt chug's a funny term, and apparently it'll get you banned from Twitter for for calling a presidential candidate with a ridiculous last name uh, Pete Butchug instead of Pete. Oh God. Oh my God. Bo- I, Bo- I had Bo- a Judge, whatever his actual name English is. teacher in middle school. Her last name was, well, her name was Mrs. Penix with an X. Oh God. That and even, woman. even my mother <laughs> was like, yeah, I would have changed that name if that was my fucking name. <laughs> and my mother I was a teacher to too. I went to school with Jennifer Cox, whose dad was Harry Cox. Oh, he literally well, came. Yeah, he literally cool. came to our school and gave a presentation once, as Harry Cox. Yeah, I feel bad what? for people. Why yeah. would you do that to yourself? Like, do you, do you not? Did you not remember being a kid? Don't go by Harold. Like, you know, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, but anyway, where were we? Yeah, so uh, just <laughs> Joe Biden. Uh, you know, and again, so he came out with. And a quote-unquote apology video. I actually have the audio from that. I want to play it, and then we'll we'll, we'll chat about uh, whether or not we think he's contrite and whether or not we think it's an actual apology, because uh, it doesn't seem like it. Folks, in the coming month, I expect to be talking to you about a whole lot of issues, and I'll always be direct with you. But today, I want to talk about gestures of support and encouragement that I've made to women and some men that have made them uncomfortable. And I always try to be, uh, in my career, I've always tried to make a human connection that's my responsibility, I think. I shake hands. I hug people. I, I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And 
and uh, whether they're women, men, young, old, it, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. And over the years, knowing what I've been through, the things that I've faced, I've found that scores, if not hundreds of people have come up to me and reached out for solace and comfort, something, something, anything that may help them get through the tragedy they're going through. And, and, uh, and, and so I, it's just, just who I am. And I've never thought of politics as cold and antiseptic. I, I've always thought it about connecting with people. As I said, shaking hands, uh, hands on the shoulder, a hug, uh, encouragement. And now, and now it's all about taking selfies together. Uh, you know, social norms have begun to what? change. They've shifted. <laughs> and the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. I get it. No, they haven't. I hear what they're saying. No, they haven't, Joe. It. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. Less my nothing. responsibility, and I'll meet it. But I always believe governing, quite frankly, life for that matter, is about connecting, about connecting with people. That won't change. But I will be more mindful and respectful of people's personal space. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I work my whole life to empower women. I work my whole <laughs> life to prevent abuse. Joke. I've written a and, and so the idea that I can't adjust to the fact that personal space is important, more important than it's ever been, is, is, is just not thinkable. I will. I will. So, yeah, you know, um, you, you'd be forgiven if you didn't hear him say the words, I'm sorry, uh, in that entire quote unquote apology video, because uh, he didn't fucking didn't say it. Didn't fucking say it, yeah. It. I mean, did, did just the way he talks about it, making it sound like he's the you know, you the victim, uh, this, like this the social benevol- norm. Well, no, they, like he talks about it, like like you'd expect to have, like a hear a Catholic priest sort of kind of admit what they'd done. <laughs> social you norms are changing. Used to be cool to molest. It's like, well, yeah. he was just such a nice wee lad, you know. I just uh, you know, wanted to console him, put my arm around him, and and you know, help him undress. You know, it's just it's like they, they frame it like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, like the, the first things he says there just okay. really kind of like, oh, that that's one thing when you know someone for a long time and maybe they're sad and you put their arm around them and you're consoling them. That's not the same thing as walking up to a fucking stranger and sneak attacking them with your fucking no. and paws. Social norms haven't changed. You're just a fucking creep from a forgotten era where people used to walk around offices slapping, you know, female secretaries asses. And I'm sure that's something he did. And it's like, it, no, it's social yeah, norms. They, they didn't like it back right. then either. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't fucking cool. You back just got then away either. with it like, more. That's all that changed. But yeah, exactly. Even if you were to believe his contrition, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason we have to put together and we have to all get behind the guy that has that baggage. No, I know. It's like it's, like, it's maddening that it people will are still trying to defend him. Undoubtedly, be used by the right. I mean, it's just you know. But the thing I like about it is. It works against their whole electability argument, which is the only way he's propped up. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. them, the mainstream media has been pushing that, well, he's got the best chance to beat Trump. And, you know, as soon as they poll next week, Biden's going to be way down from this. Don't, you know, they can't manipulate oh, the polls anymore. The, the, what was the, the Daily Cost poll? Not the one that was like the unofficial, but the official one where you had to register your email address. It was still Bernie 34%. And I think Biden was at like 10 Biden got up to 10%. Yeah, and you know, that's probably a little not a little skewed, but I guarantee you when they do an actual poll and and use current methodology and don't use fucking landlines and don't underpoll 
uh, younger voters. You know, Biden will still be close to the top. He's probably going to be second or third. There's no way he's he's going to have more uh, support than Bernie. Bernie's absolutely going to be number one in those polls. Oh, yeah. You remember but one of the, the, one of the uh, previous campaigns he did that, that unraveled very quickly? He got taken down because he got exposed for plagiarism in his speeches. Yeah. Yeah, it was 88. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. his last run, I think, wasn't it? No, well, he ran in 88 and then he ran in 08. Uh, which people forget because he he got knocked out so quickly because he fucking sucked and because you know it used to be a disqualifying thing in the Democratic Party when you voted for the Iraq War and that's that's really why he lost the in in '08 he was like kind of embarrassed uh, by Obama and by Hillary um, but you know <laughs> apparently all's forgotten oh. all's forgiven so I forgot how awful it is to talk about politics in real life with people who you you're not like really fucking tight with because last night at a bar yeah. I was talking to this guy that I only run into him every few months. You know, and uh, he, was, he was the person who who was like, "So your podcast is that as far left as Pod Save America?" And I was just like, "Yeah." One of the things he said was, "He said, well, I don't like Joe Biden, but I do think he was good on foreign policy.'" <laughs> I, was, I was just like, "What? what? <laughs> that's that's the thing he, that I hate about him the most is his fucking Iraq War vote." Uh, and just, I mean, it's just it's disgusting and just he didn't want to let it go and he wanted to keep talking about it he's like oh so you hate obama because it couldn't get anything done because he was blocked i'm like no i don't hate obama because of the things he didn't do i hate him for the things he did do successfully like renew the patriot act uh fail to resign the kyoto accord uh deport three million migrants the most ever jail a record amount of whistleblowers i hate obama for all the things he d- gladly did and nobody tried to stop him from doing yeah Take two wars to seven. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And yeah, I, I had the same conversation when, uh, with a, uh, let's just say superior at my work about Joe Biden. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just like Biden. There's something about him. It's like, he's like a guy you want to have a beer with. Oh, and I'm God. like, and I'm like, okay, fucking dumbass. I didn't say this cause it's my, but well, <laughs> it's a superior at where I work. Uh, it, I was like, yeah, great. That's the same shit that people said about George Bush. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I, I agree. I like, uh, you know, George Bush does seem like a guy you want to have a beer with. And I'm like, yeah, if I get to fucking crack the beer over his fucking skull, like I don't want to have a beer with George Bush. <laughs> I want to put him in fucking prison. I want to put uh, them both in prison for war crimes. Like, what are you fucking talking about? It's like, just because they, br- they hear it. They put these little, these little idiot nuggets out there in the media and people are like, oh yeah, that's learn. true. And then they just repeat it because it felt good to think about when somebody on MSNBC said it to them. But they don't fucking learn because I know for a fact he he didn't like Bush when he was president. He has a bunch of like you know anti Bush like pins and and you know around the around where we work and like so he didn't like him then. Would you would you fucking forget? It was you know eight years ago, not that fucking long ago, right? <laughs> well, it's it's most of the people who probably liked Bush like Bush for the same reasons that dummies on um, you know centrist dummies like Biden because policy is an illusion. None of that stuff factors in. It's purely personality, and they only see the the kinds of the personality that they want. Yeah, I mean that's that's half the electorate right there. Yeah, that's a really sad, depressing fact. But that's the way that they've been <clears throat> conditioned and trained by the media is to be fucking horse race, you know, horse race driven, focus on the personalities. But no, the beauty yeah. of it is that people actually do like Bernie, so we're in good shape. Well, I think Bernie has kind of the best of both worlds in that case, because for people like us who are policy wonks, and actually for most of America who has has slowly come to understand that even though people on TV aren't talking about it, 
these politicians are fucking us over with policy, not with their personalities, but with policy. And that when someone comes along with a policy that's going to help them, they're going to support that person. Uh, they realize that. But then also there's kind of that, uh, you know, grandfatherly, like, relatable everyman quality that Bernie has because he's not a rich guy because he's not, you know, a fucking Donald Trump silver spoon up his ass, given $400 million as like an initial investment from his father, you know? Yeah. Like well, but, but Bernie is a millionaire. According to my friend who I was talking to last night at the bar, oh, Jesus <laughs> I was like, Christ. he's never, he's never had a million dollars in his possession at any one time in his life. So there's, you know, he's written one book that's made, you know, a little over a million dollars so far. What was his 2014 tax return? It was like $300,000 because he had like a, <sighs> yeah, I think a that's book right. deal and like whatever it was. It was like, it was like minuscule. It was like his congressional salary plus like a few stock options. It was not a fucking, yeah. He's the poorest Senator. You can't, there's no argument after that to me. Yeah. I think there's one or two poor, but he's among the bottom oh, three or four poor the, senators the in the argument, entire Senate. The he's been there for fucking thirty years. That the the guy that cares about poor people isn't poor enough. You know, it's that yeah, it's like you want to improve society, you know, somewhat, yet you participate in society. Like that it's it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, yeah, they did they do the same shit to AOC. It's like, oh well, you wanna you want to ban cars and ban, but neither of which is true, but you want to like, you know, I, will, you want I wish it was deal. though. I so wish it yeah, was. <laughs> well, Bernie, but you want to, Bernie flew on planes to help Hillary, but, but, but you fly Fucker. on planes. It's like, yeah, I participate in society as it's currently constituted. And I want society oh, to get better the, and to advance. The like, funniest, not the funniest one that, um, like the 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 fucked up <laughs> what aboutism that vegans get is, uh, oh well, when when the tractors uh, plow the fields, uh, field mice get killed, and it's it's just like you, you know <laughs> that, how much that's like. <laughs> it's like that's okay, as good so as the good, argument that Medicare for all shouldn't be instituted because it's going to put black people out of work who work at the insurance call centers. Right. Well, it's the idea is that, you know, the people that eat meat uh, somehow don't eat any vegetables and that the, the cows and pigs they eat don't eat any vegetables and somehow meat just grows off of, you know, just <laughs> man. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you eat lots of meat, right. Or meat at all, you need 90% more plants grown to feed those livestock than you do. So if you follow their logic, the, the people most guilty for, you know, a fucking rabbit or a field mouse getting plowed under a fucking combine is the people that are consuming the vast, vastly more amount of resources farmland wise for that. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a dumb art. And that's like the same thing as like when people say that like wind turbines are bad because they kill birds, which is fucking, you know, not it's true. like the right way. Yeah. By the way, by the way, did you did you fucking hear? And I, I, we don't typically talk about Trump because he's a fucking moron and no, it's the, not really worth our time. But from the wind. Did, did you hear the fucking thing he said about how wind tur- the noise from wind turbines cause cancer? Apparently he said this three times. Like he really believes that. I'm I'm sure there are some like West Coast Reiki healing hippies that probably believe that also. But what, so, what, <laughs> what what is there even methodology? Like what the fuck do you what do they think? It's, Sound wave? Like what are they? The fucking guy from Better Call Saul with the fucking blanket? Like what? Right. <laughs> yeah. What does who, that who mean? Who knows? Who knows? I have no idea what it means. But I guarantee that he knows that's not true. He just says shit like that because he knows it drives people I crazy. I think he I just. Don't know, man. I think He's he really revels. 
I don't think he's that dumb. I really think he he's just fucking with everyone all the time. And I whether think he, he is that know, dumb. I'm like, I'm sorry. I think, <laughs> I think, he I think both are true. Dumb. I think both are true. I think he fucks with people all the time when he knows what he's doing playing the media. But I also think he's really fucking dumb. Like he, he's been an Alex Jones fan, like unironically before he was a politician. Like he's gone on yeah. a show. He tweeted about him. I give him like an he's 80. He's a fucking idiot who believes in conspiracy theories, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, no. man. I mean, he got every news network in, you know, in America to believe a thing that wasn't true for two years and solely focus on that and ignore all the awful shit he was actually doing or most of it anyway. So, but if, uh, if they, if they weren't trying to elevate him, would that have happened? I mean, that's my question. You know, it, it it was was cyclical, but he, he's definitely good at playing the media, but I also think he's not a really smart guy in a lot of ways. Like he, he thinks that like, and he said this in interviews again, before he was president, that, human beings have a finite amount of energy. Like, like our bodies are like batteries, which is why he doesn't believe in working out. He thinks that uses your finite energy up. Oh yeah. That's like the fucking, the, <laughs> the, the, the scene in trailer park boys where Ricky's explaining, he doesn't read books because if he did, he might suffocate because his brain wouldn't need too much oxygen. And he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like dead serious. He thinks that's actually true. So that he's like, yeah, they'll give me books to read here in prison. You know, I'll pretend we read them, but I won't actually look at the words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much our present, but, um, I don't know how we got sidetracked, but yeah. So what were we talking about? Bernie? We were talking about, something. about Biden and Bernie and, and Trump and, uh, but yeah. So then again, you know, Biden with all of this, uh, put everything aside even without all of this creepy fucking Joe baggage, which I don't think should be put aside because I think that makes him unelectable. I mean, that's going to be, it's going to be the fucking circus that Trump Hillary was again, the debates are going to be Trump's going to bring all of, you know, uh, well, I don't think they would come, but he's going to bring as many of uh, Biden's accusers as he can to come sit in the audience. And then Biden's going to bring a bunch of Trump's accusers. It's like if Biden's going to bring stormy Daniels, it's going to be a fucking circus again, Nothing about policy, a bunch of fucking back and forth, like, oh, yeah, I'll kick your ass behind the gym. You know, the shit that, that Biden was saying about, you know, Trump last year. Yeah, but it's you like, saw how badly that played. I mean, I think I think like as soon as yeah. he gets in the race, people are going to say, oh, I don't want to I don't want this shit. Yeah, and he's going to lose. Yeah, but he's not he's so, not going he's not making it to halfway through the primaries. No, it's, but so and again, so putting all that that shit aside. Joe Biden is the, maybe the worst of all the Democrats on policy that's running right now. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 it, I can't think of somebody who's worse than him overall. Maybe Klobuchar, but I, I don't think they're that far apart. Like <laughs> that that's probably the only one in the race who's more to the right than Biden. Yeah, and Biden just normalizes the Republicans too. <clears throat> you know, he, he's yeah. always praising he, McCain and, and he's more everybody in the world. And he's more dangerous because he could actually, you know, not not that I think he will, but he could get elected a lot more than Klobuchar could. Yeah, she's got their fucking, you know, one one percent of the vote. Did you guys see um, the uh, the the chart that had all the other establishment Dems, and it was like their their um, specific brand of Hillary light. Oh yeah, was, that was really was, funny. Uh, uh, Pete Buttchug was young Hillary. Beto was punk Hillary. Uh, uh, Cory Booker was Jersey Hillary. Uh, Gildebrand was <laughs> feminist Hillary. Um, Kamala was Officer Hillary. Joe was old Hillary. Klobuchar was Midwest Hillary. Yang was Hacker Hillary. And then the uh, Castro was Barack slash Hillary collaboration. 
<laughs> Kamala should just be Hillary. Cop Hillary, I yeah, think it was. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. <laughs> Warden Hillary. There you go. Warden. <laughs> That's great. Um, Warden of the West. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, 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 so uh, that seems to be their strategy. So again, like Tim Kane, or not Tim Kane, fuck. Uh, t- Tim Ryan uh, from Ohio announced that he's running for president today, which is just hilarious. Another fucking, you know, policyless, fucking feckless, no personality, you know, nothing of a candidate. I don't, I, part of me wonders if there's some big, you know, scheme where where like a consulting firm has convinced all of these people to run to just suck Do as much math. money as they can out of them. Oh yeah, but, that's that's all it but is. But like, but how can how stupid can all these guys be that they think that <sighs> they actually have a shot at like winning the fucking like Jay Inslee thinks he's gonna win the fucking presidency? Like, give me a fucking oh break. God, yeah, but the worst. you're gonna come out a second from senators from Delaware. Like Joe Biden's gonna get more fucking you know votes than Jay, Jay Inslee. The thing I um, uh, that we're all gonna enjoy about it, I think, though, is that like these lesser candidates are gonna be launching hit pieces on the the better ones. Yeah. Well, that's actually I think. The, the Biden stuff. I don't think it's coming from Bernie. No. I don't think he needs. To it's that. probably. I think it's probably coming from Kamala or somebody or one of those people. I, I mean, I would guess. I mean, it's coming from real people, but it's also coming from from the camps. No, no, yeah. But but the fact that the media is picking it up. No, I've, I'm not. And again, yeah, I, I should clarify. I don't mean that. I think it's coming from you know Kamala. I, I think Lucy Flores like is genuine in what she said about how like I can't. Now that he might be the nominee, I can't in good faith let the party nominate somebody who's so uh yeah ignorant of of of, of these kinds of issues well, but i think he came right out after that and said well i'd still rather have biden over trump which is just such a, like <laughs> well so but, but, but i think there control. are a lot of party people that realize how bad his baggage is and they need they know that they need to take biden down before he becomes a serious contender because the risk is yeah I think the so. risk is putting him up against trump and you've got you know two creepy guys you know what i mean so yeah so uh lucy flores had actually a statement after that video i played uh she 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 made another statement after that um i'm glad vice president joe biden acknowledges that he made women feel uncomfortable with his unsolicited uh, unsolicited gestures of encouragement given the work he has done on behalf of women vice president biden should be aware of how important it is to take personal responsibility for inappropriate behavior and yet he hasn't apologized to the women he made uncomfortable. Times are changing, yes, but not because once appropriate be- behavior is now inappropriate, but because women feel empowered to call it what it has always been, a violation of our bodily autonomy by powerful men. So she's yeah. basically said what we were saying is like, hey, number one, you didn't fucking apologize. Number two, that behavior was never okay. You were just given a pass on it by society because of, the the rampant kind of sexism and and yeah. you know gender politics of the time. But. Here's a here's a great tweet I just saw um, by this woman on Twitter. It says I'm almost 59. I grew up in cities in the deep south. Take my word for it. What Biden does to strangers was never considered gentlemanly or acceptable by women or men even back in my day. You'd see Hollywood actors do it in movies or TV, and they always got followed with. It was always followed with a slap from the woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It, yeah. Truthfully. <sighs> well, um, yeah. So you know, uh, with people like Tim Ryan getting in the race, I really think I'm increasingly starting to think that their their idea 
and, and they kind of did a beta version of this, uh, no pun intended, with the uh, New York Attorney General race when it was pretty clear that Zephyr Teachout was a fucking awesome candidate and uh, looked like she was doing well enough in the polls to, to uh, win or potentially win, is that they convinced Sean Patrick Maloney, this fucking turd of a, a congressman from New York, from a near a neighboring district, to enter the race when he had no intention of running. Like he entered that the AG race and he reran for Congress yeah, just to split in the, the same vote. cycle, just to split the vote because uh, uh, Zephyr Teachout was running against Letitia James, who they knew would do well in, in uh, the city in Manhattan in the Bronx and those areas. And to make sure that uh, Zephyr Teachout didn't win all the upper New York counties and Westchester and the upper, sure. you well, know. The same thing with Obama recruiting Tom Perez to run against Keith Ellison. Like, nobody fucking knew who T- Tom Perez was, you know? <laughs> and it's yeah. like, they just needed to do it to stop the progressive guy or the, you know, more left-leaning guy. Um, but the, And that's clearly what they're trying to do. With, they're uh, trying to siphon Bernie. votes from Bernie and Keith Sure, States. sure. But it's just, it's like they keep, thrown out their fives expecting one of them to suddenly become a 10 and it's not happening <laughs> you can't add, as many times as yeah it's not it's not addition you can't add all these fives to a 10 you had, it's they're they're averaging out back to the, you know yeah back to where they belong yeah well yeah. you know i agree that's their strategy i just think it's it's a losing strategy i don't worry too much about no, it's it. not gonna work because but these people are fucking stupid i mean we we know that they're not good strategists yeah but what, what you've got is california votes early and it's super expensive so it's going to be just kamala beto biden and and bernie competing mm-hmm. in most of the states they think kamala is like gonna win in california like i've seen so many people online convinced that kamala is gonna win california I'm like have you fucking looked at the national polls you think the national polls are going to be no. that far off from the fucking california well like, no. it's, but, but it's i will i will warn them. against thinking that bernie's gonna blow her away in california no, I, because so no, agree, california but. votes like the state endorsements like kamala has all the endorsements in the state already locked up so you know, this is a state that takes people for granted. They, they people think they're a Democrat. They've just checked the boxes, Sandy. And so this is a state that's vulnerable to the Bernie's not a dem shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. New York actually too. It's a, it's amazing how conservative the Democratic or how uninterested in in looking into candidates most Democratic voters are in New York and California. One yeah. of the big uh, get out the ground game tools that the establishment has is groups like AFL CIO, where that's mm. you know dozens of different unions and and I've done political calls for AFL CIO and you know even in a state with a smaller population like Oregon, they'll do, they'll do 300,000 calls in one campaign season, right? Like they really, and just to tell people who they should vote for when they're not sure is going to convince a lot of people. Cause they're like, Oh, I got a phone call. Well, I'm going to lean that way now just because somebody talked to me, had a real conversation. So yeah, they've really, Bernie's really got to get the volunteers out there really has to have a ground game in California. Yeah. If he wants to, to, and he does, I mean, it, I, I think we're going to win the state and it's, I think it's going to be the, the fast exodus of, of Kamala because effort, yeah. but you know, you got to realize every state is proportional this time. So that changes things. You know, they, people can stay in longer if they have enough money. 
So, oh, oh, so okay. Did did they make that rule change too, where you're going to get proportional votes based on on your your yeah. the way you do? And you, that's good. I actually, but think that's it, a much more democratic way of doing. And it. I do too. But that's that's every state. Yeah. So, well, can you? you know, that's how it should be. I, can we been, uh, expound on that a little bit for maybe people listening who don't know exactly what that sure. means? Like me. So, <laughs> well, no. So previously, and you know, this it, this happens on the national level, it, and it's I think it's extremely undemocratic. If you win, if Trump wins Ohio by ten votes, and Ohio is a twenty-two, a twenty-two. I don't know the exact number, but say it's twenty-two electoral votes. If you win Ohio, right? If Trump wins that state by fucking ten votes or ten thousand votes, he still gets all twenty-two of those elector, uh, you know, electors. Uh, what proportional uh, awarding awarding proportional votes is is if he wins by ten votes, he'll get you know eleven electors to Hillary's ten electors. You know what I mean? So like, how does that work if somebody you know if, if say the top three or however many are, are get the majority of the of those, and then somebody drops out? Where do those yeah, go it's to? Not straight, it's not straight how many votes you get. It's just every state has sort of different rules on it, but it's, it's right. like the top oh, couple. Which I'm sure and... will be susceptible to bullshit. Like it was like Lasko. Or yeah. I should look at Nevada. But, uh, but no, that, that, that's, you know, that's a good positive step. I don't know exactly how it's going to shake out because we've seen the kind of shenanigans that go on in states where there's not a straight up, you know, go to the polls primary where there are caucuses or where there are, uh, like conventions like in Nevada where they pull some bullshit where they don't follow their own fucking bylaws. Um, but, you know, overall it seems like a good idea because, you know, Bernie, I think actually would have, uh, Bernie ended up with something like 46% of the vote in the primary. So he would have been a lot closer to Hillary in delegate totals if that were the case in pledge delegate totals. Right. And again, you know, who knows what the fuck they're going to do with the convention like i i still think that they're trying to get as many people you know in as possible so that they can deny bernie the nomination on the first ballot so they can go to the second ballot where the superdelegates get to vote again well and all that, all that, that has to happen fight. is he doesn't get 51 percent. so exactly, if he doesn't get 51 yeah. percent, that means two other candidates have 51 percent. you know if you added them together and then one of them will drop out, and then the superdelegates will vote for Kamala or Beto or Biden or somebody. Right. And even though Bernie will have the most pledged delegates from the actual primaries, they'll put that person over the top. Right. And but, then we'll burn the building you, down. You know, whatever. It's the fine. thing is, the people should realize, Not hopefully, literally. is that you don't even have to incorporate the superdelegates. Because if Kamala drops out and gives Biden all her, her delegates, for example— the delegates are free to vote on their own. They, the Kamala doesn't have the power like to drop out and give them all to Biden. The the yeah. delegates themselves are free to do what they want. But um, but we kind of know the way the delegates work. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna flock to whoever is gonna protect capital the most. Right. So if that were to happen, they can make the argument that it didn't really require superdelegates. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's another good point. So like say. Kamala and this I don't think this is gonna happen but say Kamala wins California which is a huge delegate share so it's like 50 delegates whatever it is and then later drops out because she's not doing well in any of the other states and Bernie is is up on Biden by you know 100 or you know 20 delegates whatever it is where how do those 50 California delegates are they compelled to vote anyway not the super delegates but the actual delegates right I, I believe they're completely free to 
the delegates on their own select who they who they want to vote for. Or well, you know what? To be fair, may well eh, I don't know because maybe like you were saying, now that they're proportional, I don't know. We're gonna we'll look into this and we'll get back to everyone because this it's really fucking complicated and it's a it's gonna be a shit show no matter what I think unless Bernie really runs away with it. It's going to be a shit show, the convention. Which I, I anticipate will happen. <laughs> Sorry, saw oh, something funny. Um, so uh, uh, Pete... Three Pete, days after my wedding, so that would be nice. <laughs> apparently, uh, Pete Buttchug was at a... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, at a police event. Banned from SoundCloud, for saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was at a, a police union event, and he said, all lives matter. <laughs> but, and then he later claimed that he didn't understand the connotations of that. Of that. <laughs> Yeah. It's like this is their fucking Mensa candidate that they're like, oh, he's the smartest guy. He reads Ulysses and all this shit. And now, yeah, okay, you didn't know what the fuck all lives matter oh meant. Like God. beyond just the he's a talker. So was it was it recent or this, this, this like a while ago? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. It was like a couple years ago. I mean, oh, that was way Jesus. after people knew what the fuck all lives matter meant in twenty fifteen. But yeah. give me a break. I'm glad Pete's in because Pete, like, you can't listen to Pete and then listen to Beto and think Beto is smart. <laughs> that's true beto beto the fucking absolute error right? compared to even and and i i think you know buddha judge is is horrible because he's he's uh, passing himself off as like a, a sort of progressive even though he's really not at all he doesn't support medicare for all he's uh not in, in he, he's anti-whistleblower he made comments about how he, he was against obama commuting chelsea manning sentence like the really fucking milquetoast thing that Obama did like he he didn't even support that uh you know again the all lives matter shit like Pete Buttigieg is nobody's fucking progressive or nobody's you know yeah it's but it's it's like they throw all these other people out there and then if you don't like any of them people will say oh see you you are a purist it is a cult of personality you only like Bernie because you know like you you won't settle for anything but your favorite and it's like yeah yeah if I if I you know could drive around seven Lamborghinis. Why would I fucking ride a bicycle anymore? <laughs> you know, like, well, really, I'll, I'll settle well, for I mean, that. For you, that wouldn't apply, but, but I know what you mean. I the, know, the just for most people. But no, and you know, it, look, it's not that anything. It's not that we fucking love Bernie Sanders. You know, stylish hairdo. It's it's no. We want somebody who's going to become be closest to our vision of the policies we want to see for america yeah. bernie is considerably well, to the right of most of his voters uh, sure he's, he's the furthest left though of the entire field and i try to, like I try to say to these people like well you you if aoc ran you'd be cool with that and they're like oh yeah love her just hate bernie you know i find <laughs> yeah. that all amazing it's like, <laughs> it's like literally they have almost identical policies like you know that shit people said about hillary and bernie that's literally true of aoc and bernie yeah. like they literally do have almost and, and i've said this a million times if somebody outlefts bernie i'm gonna support that person you know sure. it, absolutely if, well, if, if they were electable caveat because, because mike gravel is is great <laughs> and he's gonna be running but he's obviously not trying to win and but look i i, I really hope he gets on the debate stage because he's fucking hilarious and he'll make oh yeah mincemeat of people he, like he better bring the mustache too because it just fucking fits <laughs> yeah. that guy so he's got well. to bring that john bolton mustache that he fucking has. well adrian oh, hampton is running his pr shit right so I don't know if you know him. Yeah, yeah, he's he, yeah. He, he's his. Yeah, I, I worked with him a little bit. He's his senior advisor, but he's um, he's got a bunch of young people helping him out with stuff. I, I think they'll they'll do enough to get him onto the debate stage. That, that would be it's, great it's, if they can. I should promote him more. Surprisingly small, small th- uh, threshold to get yeah. on there, and he'd be a great voice just to 
call people on their shit. But um, but yeah, no, I agree. If if some if an electable viable candidate came along that was actually to the left of Bernie, and I actually believed them when they said that, like it wasn't some bullshit. All of a sudden, I support these policies. I'd support them, but that's yet to happen. And yeah, until exactly. it does, and I don't know of anyone that you know. It's not oh, happen, so Bernie so. was on uh, the Daily Show tonight with fucking shitlord Trevor Noah. Noah. Trevor Noah. Two, yeah. two hours ago, uh, the Daily Show tweets out tonight. When will Bernie Sanders release his tax returns? No, My no joke. God. No, no joke to it. Just no joke. Straight. <laughs> there aren't jokes on that show anymore. It's a fucking no. garbage, fucking neoliberal. You know, I, that show exists to protect the powerful now, and it's a fucking yeah. disgrace to the to the service that John uh, Stewart gave us for 15 years, whatever it was. Oh, people, for, you know, it was forever. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking, the only, yeah, the only I, reason this is in my timeline, by the way, is because of somebody I follow. Um, you know, every time you click on a tweet now and it's like a bad take, all you see is just a wall of your fellow followers just dragging that shit. Well, this is in my, yeah, in my timeline. Great. It was just somebody responded tonight. When will the Daily Show be funny again? <laughs> <laughs> not holding my breath and you know it's it's great because like I, I i was thinking about the daily show i think yesterday because there was a clip making the rounds of john stewart in right. 2015 talking about Creepy what a fucking creep biden was and i watched the clip and i was like man i forgot how much i fucking love this show and how good john stewart was and how he did not at all toe the fucking party line and he was just like like, like you know and i'm sure john stewart's probably to the right of me on some issues but you know what he wasn't a bullshitter and he would never fucking lie to his audience and he would never lie at the behest of the establishment or the fucking elites. And that's literally what Trevor Noah was hired to do. He's a fucking guy from another. And again, I'm not saying this, you know, in any negative connotation, but they look for a guy from another country who's not familiar with the intricacies of American politics because they can give him a fucking room full of neoliberal lanyard wearing fucking writers you know straight out of nate silver's school of journalism who are going to push the bullshit narrative that the corporate overlords at comedy central aka viacom want him to push and he, they're not going to give the, him them fucking headaches like john stewart gave them like i'm sure john stewart quit because he was tired of it but i'm sure he also quit because he's tired of fucking fighting with you know the brass of the network to not to be as outspoken as he was against you know israel's occupation of palestine or you know the democratic party being corporate sellouts or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, and the same thing with fucking John Oliver, like they find these people who aren't from this country. So they're not as plugged in to the intricacies well, of how I, I think Trevor Noah, who can, who's doing stand up making jokes about the police murdering, striking workers. I think he understands the intricacies well enough to hate poor people and hate the working class just fine without you know regardless of where he's from or or where he's going or what country he's in that's just you know that's who he is um but you're absolutely right that's why they picked them that's exactly why those people get to be on television that's why john oliver gets to be on television and lie about jill stein and qualitative easing exactly yeah exactly yeah john john oliver famously just fucking did a total fucking smear piece hit job on jill stein acted like she was a moron a child talking about quantitative easing meanwhile he looked like a fucking moron if you actually looked into the facts of the of the policy jill stein was proposing yeah who is it, was it a lot fucking harder. who was it that did like that great 45 minute breakdown of all the ways that john oliver lied on that little jill stein stunt he pulled 
I forget. Yeah, I, I forget who it was. I, I want to say it was like somebody. I think it was actually Sam Cedar. Somebody like somebody who's I'm not crazy no, about, but like did was, a really good job of breaking down. It, it, he might have done it too, but there was somebody like more of like just a YouTube person that's not really public. But I feel like they were affiliated with somebody else, like maybe Abby Martin or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. But there were there were a few. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember mm-hmm. seeing a few. But it was it was easy to debunk if you fucking actually read what what Jill was saying. And again, you know, Jill Stein probably wasn't electable, had way better fucking policies than anyone else sure. running in, in the general. Yeah. So is it is it qualitative easing or quantitative, quantitative. easing? Quantitative, quantitative yeah. Easing. Well, and the hilarious thing to me was John Oliver's talking about it as though this is all common knowledge. And like, I didn't know what the fuck that word meant, <laughs> you know? And I didn't know exactly what he was saying. I just knew that he was smearing Jill Stein. It wasn't until I watched this video, I was like, oh, yeah, he's basically counting on everyone not knowing what the hell it is and pretending like we do so that everyone will go, oh, yeah, no, I totally knew what that was too. He, uh, Jill Stein must just be stupid and uh, all of us are smart because right. we, we we were watching John Oliver and he, clearly he knows what he's talking about. And, you know, he, well, he knows his fucking audience. His audience yeah. are a bunch of fucking elitist liberals who don't pay attention that closely to politics and they get their opinions and their facts from him. And then they go forth into the world as if they knew these things all along. And then we're a bunch of idiot Neanderthal, you know, purists yeah. for not well, like, going along. And then like they run Bill into Marshall. me at the bar and they try exactly. to run game and I fucking, you know, destroy them with logic. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Pat, you were saying about Bill Maher. Oh, well, I mean, but yeah, it's you like know, people tune show. into Bill Maher thinking they're learning about what's going on in the world. And his whole team is, you know, the whole panel is usually pundits from Cap and bullshit people. Oh, yeah. Well, you can, yeah, and anytime somebody actually challenges him, they, he never fucking invites him back. Glenn Greenwald made him look like a fucking asshole five years ago and never invited him back. Ben Affleck ben made Affleck, him look like yeah. a, he, he got clowned by a fucking actor. He got clowned by Batman and he never fucking invited <laughs> him back. Batman put it's a like, boot up his racist ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said that, you know, pejoratively, but Ben Affleck's actually a very smart dude about, you know, politics and stuff yeah. like that. He's way smarter yeah. than Bill fucking But Bill Maher, just so you know, he steals all his jokes, every single one of them. From the internet, they're yeah. all stole. He's stolen a few of mine, but he steals. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, I noticed this way before I was following I Twitter. Even you know, he's a hack. He doesn't have. He hasn't been in a good fucking intelligent comedic voice. I, I I would say in years, but I can't think of a time where he ever was. I mean, I remember I used to kind of like his stand up, like in the early two thousands when he was like talking shit about Bush. But even back when I go back and watch that, even I'm like, oh wow. You could see the tendencies even back then. He wasn't really, you know. Uh, he's just smugly, just fucking prick. Yeah, he's just a prick. Yeah. <clears throat> on that note. Well, it, it is yeah. a shame, though, oh. because you can see all the people on his shows that, like, they know that they know that there's certain rules about what they are not allowed right. to criticize him about. Like, they're allowed to disagree on certain things that they agree to, and then other things that are off topic, and they're they're kind of just like you know they want to say a certain thing and they can't because it'll be the last time they're invited on the show and they're they're right and that's they're weighing the that, risk that show would be so perfect if you had sincere people on it you know if you had if you had an actual if you, debate. exactly if you if you went left and right and then just everybody had a few too many beers and you have a conversation he used to actually have left voices on, even if he didn't agree with them. He would have Cornell West on a lot. He doesn't fucking have Mon anymore because Cornell West would get the biggest cheers from his audience. And I don't think he likes when people get cheered more than he does. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like Jenk Jenk won't have people on smarter than him unless it's, it's uh, you know, Abby Martin, who's he can't 
you know, stop staring at. Uh, but you notice like all the, all the people that produce all those really corny ass fucking bumper spots on TYT, how just awfully unfunny they are. Like he doesn't like people that are smarter than him at all. You know, it, you would think yeah. a really intellectually curious mind would want to constantly have people on that were smarter so they could learn from them. You know, if, 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 you know, I, I hate some of the people Joe Rogan has had on, but he still is willing to like let people smarter than him yeah. just fucking say whatever they want to I say. I love Rogan's show. Yeah. He, he brings, he brings like, you know, and I, I'm not, I, I used to defend Rogan a lot. I won't defend him anymore because I think he genuinely makes some fucking boneheaded, like, willfully stupid decisions in, in who he gets yeah, a platform like to, but. but yeah, like, but that being said, I don't think he's a particularly ideological person, which is, you know, to his credit and to his detriment, because he will still have people on like Jimmy Dore, or Kyle Kalinske, or, you know, he's had Jank on. He, he'll, or Abby Martin, he has on all the time. He loves Abby Martin. Yeah. He'll have, and he lets her talk too, unlike Jank <laughs> Yeah, and he lets her fucking talk, and he's always like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Like he's just—he's the ultimate version of that like caricature that Trump makes. It's like, well, the last guy in the room with him, like whatever the last guy in the room with him says. Yeah, um, and yeah, but so you know, whatever. Rogan show is what it is. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's insufferable. Yeah, Um, I agree with that. You know, um, but in any event, so I, I wanted to talk. Uh, also, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, major thing I wanted to talk about was uh, it came out yesterday or today that Bernie is going to be doing a uh, town hall with Fox News uh, on the 15th, <gasps> I believe. Oh, my God. He's the same as Trump. Her, it's been proven let's now. Cl- let's all clutch our pearls at the same time. I would How never dare he go after somebody that... Going out of town How hall with Fox News exactly the way that Hillary did in 2016 is unconscionable. How dare he try to court, you know, half of the country? What a piece of shit. How, why didn't he tell them that they're all a bunch of fucking deplorables and what pieces of shit they are and how they should not even bother voting for him? Yeah. So, of of course, you know, centrist Twitter had a meltdown about this. Oh, blah, 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 you platforming. Oh, so and this is something I wanted to mention. <laughs> I actually, I, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but I last night I went to a uh, a, a live event in Hartford. Uh, w. Kamau Bell was giving like a he's spotty too. I love him half the time. He's spotty. No, and yeah, exactly. And he's actually, I think he's better than he portray. He's portrays himself like, especially after listening to him talk for an hour and a half. Um, but he was giving like a kind of he he did this Q and A with. Um, it, it, it was a very NPR light type, you know, crappy ass show, but he was funny. You know, the, the host was a typical, you know, kind of short haired, like intellectual, right. like, Oh, if we could all just be civil, like just, I, I, I had no fucking time for this woman, but what, uh, but he was funny. Like, and he, he, he kind of like clowned this woman. Cause he, cause the whole point of this, like talk lecture series, it was like, humility and civility or like humility and and uh, conviction or whatever it was and and the whole they played this intro video about the extremes dividing our country and they showed like trump rallies and then they showed like a guy with a bernie or bus sign and i was like all right I'm, let's fucking go like this was the intro video i was like i'm let's get the fuck out of here i'm not gonna like that but he came on and he was good you know he wasn't like of that class but he talked in that speech about or in in like the questions 
she asked him about like the concept of platforming and and normalizing and 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 he kind of like made fun of her he's like you know what like this has like been the liberals thing since 2016 he's like well we can't give a platform and we can't normalize because if we give trump a platform and we normalize blah, blah, and like sunk in his chair and he's like but he's the fucking president and like that's that's the reality of the situation you're not giving a platform or you're not you're not legitimizing Fox News, and, th- and this is kind of what he was getting at. But this is what I'm you know getting at. We're, we're, why I thought of it, Bernie's not legitimizing Fox News by going on there. The media already legitimizes a, a Fox News, which is not a legitimate news source. But neither is fucking CNN. Neither is MSNBC. Yeah, well, it was you, you, people were you said you know when Bernie's going on Fox News, and I'm like, well, it can't be worse than CNN. I mean, literally, it cannot yeah. be fucking worse than... So Obviously, he's there, to reach, he of he's there to reach their audience. I mean, how? why is that a bad thing? It's, well, know, it's course, a bad what, thing in their mind. Happen. They're going to try to ambush It's him, a bad thing in the mind but, of centrists because they're afraid that there are people who really are just, you know, not the racist Trump voters, but just the economically disenfranchised voters that easily could swing past the middle, you know, the the the, the moral centrist, moderate, whatever, and go join a real working class movement against capitalism, right? That the, the, the thing yeah. that Fred Hampton tried to do was unite... Uh, you know, hillbillies, clan people, you know, people that you could pull away from from that kind of racist attitude uh, and, and black workers and get everyone on the same team together. And that's what made him so dangerous to people. That's what what got him labeled a radical was trying to unite people yeah. across across different racial lines. Right. Yeah, that's why they fucking killed him. Um, that's why the FBI and the fucking Chicago Police Department killed him. But uh, so. Uh, you know, but it, so people were freaking out about that. But again, it's like uh, you don't win elections by hyper focusing on your base. And, you know, even the fucking the Hillary crew, like they they were trying to court moderate Republicans like last election cycle. That was their plan. Bernie. But Bernie's not trying to court them by pretending that he supports their policies or by supporting their moderate policies. He wants to make the case that his, quote unquote, socialist policies or leftist policies are actually broadly popular, which is undeniably true, you know, when you actually look at polling and on, on, on all of these yeah, issues. Yeah, of course, of course. So what he's going to do is It's go the hypocrisy. On one hand, they're saying we need to run a centrist, but God forbid Bernie go talk to Republicans. <laughs> exactly. Well, and again, you know, they're, of course they're going to try to sandbag him. The second he gets on stage, they're going to play a clip of him from 1986 talking socialism. about Castro. Yeah, of course. Which and, is why they're socialism in Miami, Miami too. <laughs> oh, exactly. Not, not at all a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, but the exactly. BD Bernie is he always, um, you know, if you confront him to his face, he handles himself and wins the argument. He's not flappable yeah. like about when with shit like that. Like he'll he's he'll stand toe to toe. Like he's not gonna fucking take that shit. And guarantee you, I, I don't know what they I'm sure they came to some kind of ag- agreement where they couldn't stack the room with a bunch of MAGA hat wearing guys. But even if they do, I mean we saw that town hall he did in West Virginia with all the coal miners who were all oh, yeah. Trump voters. He got them to all fucking cheer, that's, all the shit that's he was saying. Exactly about. why the centrists are terrified of him, because he can fucking just Wherever he is, he can talk to people with decency and respect, and that's a thing they can't do. It's just they don't have that empathy. And I think most people – No, because they disdain yeah, regular people. Most most working class people you know, uh, on the right, as much as they might make off-color jokes, things that you don't really say, you stand face-to-face with them and talk to them. It's hard for them to lack empathy. 
they still start to see you as a human being when 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 you're a real. I I worked at a, at a bike shop, and the, the the owner of the bike shop. This is this is prior to the election. Uh, was a Trump supporter and we could kind of bond over hating Hillary, you know, and he would, he would say <laughs> things to be like, you know, he, he was also a licensed firearm dealer. So around the bike shop, there'd be just like a random, like loaded weapon sitting on the fucking counter. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, pretend that's not there. Um, but he, he would say, look, you know, I don't agree with most of the, you know, I don't agree with many of the things Bernie says, but I completely trust him that, that everything he's is, is honest and decent and everything. And he would, this guy would, this, this yeah. boss I had, this bike shop would, say really awful racist shit about people in a generalized sense, but I never heard him say one bad racist thing about a real person that ever came into the store or he knew in real life. It was like all of those people were real people to him. And he didn't even realize that when he made those generalizations yeah. you know, in front of those people that they probably didn't like it. Right. And he did, but he didn't think of those people that he knew as being like the, you know, the, the, the illegals or the, the whoever's that he didn't like. It was just like this nebulous, vague thing to him. But as soon as he saw someone face to face, he saw him as a human being, right? And those yeah. are definitely that the kinds of people, people Bernie can connect with. That yeah, most racist most people. I mean, borderline racist people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like, yeah, like real fucking MAGA hat, like clan hood wearing yeah. type. You're you're like even if you like I know plenty of relatives who like will say racist shit, but I'm sure they have like a black guy at work that they like. And it's not like, oh, I have a black friend. It's like, no, you when you actually are around people that are different than you, you realize that they're not actually different from you. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's, it's such a fucking cliche, stupid yeah. saying, but it's true. It's like, these people have no fucking, these people who are like deeply racist like that have no 99% of the time, no 99% of the time it's confirmation bias because they were taught racism. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. From their shitty parents. You can see yeah. that they show up to a rally, you know, Bernie rally sign like Bernie, he's one of the good Jews. Like, right. <laughs> that's what you I know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, that on a hat. Fuck, great time. Whatever, we'll take it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and again, it he's going to be fucking fine. He's going to probably get a room full of Trump voters and a room full of right-wingers to to clap for all of his fucking policy proposals, uh, and he's going to clown them. So, you know, that's great. That's what that's, well, that's it's the perfect. beauty of his message he could, that Yeah, I mean, he has. can he can better than anyone make the argument that why you fell for Trump is why you should vote for him. Exactly. He's when he's and that's that's the thing is where, like you said, where he can meet them where they are. He's going to go to them and say, look, look, I understand, you know, you guys didn't vote for Trump because you're a bunch of racist, bigoted, xenophobes. You thought he you would do this. He, because didn't. he thought he'd do this. He you didn't. thought he would, you know, he he'll he'll go there and he'll say, you know what? Donald Trump told you that he was going to give everyone health care. That unfortunately was a lie. Donald Trump said that he was going to bring jobs back. Unfortunately, that was a lie. Yeah. You know, more jobs have been exported or, uh, you know, exactly. outsourced in his presidency than any other. Like, he'll come there with facts and he'll say, look, look, this is what he promised you. And it was full of shit. This is what I'm promising you. And this is how I'm actually going to do it. And they're going to be like, oh, wow. OK, <laughs> like that's 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 the beauty of his message that literally none of the other Democratic candidates come with because that's not where they are no they don't even the know spectrum. how to fucking attack like, there was a great article the other day uh about how bernie is you know the out of everyone you think wouldn't do this bernie's actually attacking trump the most where of course on policy <laughs> you know not yeah, not all the exactly. russian nonsense i think the rest of them don't know how to attack trump now because they've spent all this time focused on russia they just don't know how to well, it's partly that, and it's partly, you know, like we talk about all the time, because they're not that dissimilar from him on policy. I mean, you know, the, of course not. the Democrats just just yesterday, 
uh, killed Rokana's uh, effort to block the defense increase. Like there was an, it didn't go to full vote yet, but in committee, he he was on, he's on the, uh, I, I guess the defense or foreign intelligence, whatever committee he's on that, that, that deals with defense appropriations. He managed to gather a, a bunch of Dems to block it, but there were still four, he needed four Democrats and he only got three, I think like uh, on the, on the, on the committee and he couldn't block the bill from advancing to a vote. So again, the Democrats are, poised to give Donald Trump the biggest military budget in the history of mankind. And this is the guy that they say is a fucking maniac, unhinged, loose cannon who can't be trusted with the nuclear codes. They're going to give him more money than the next 10 countries combined. With this increase goes through, it's now going to be, we're spending more on defense than the next 10 countries combined. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's fucking maniacal. Like that, that's unbelievable. Like, and it, yeah. So again, that that that's what that's why Bernie stands out, and there are other people like Rokana who you know are also good on that. But of the people that are running right now, Bernie is the only one who actually can stand against Trump substantively on policy. Well, I think he's going to get it. I really do. Um, I don't see anyone else stepping up. You know, I, I mean, m- maybe if Hillary decided to go just fucking punt and go for it a third time. <laughs> But I think people will just lose their fucking minds if that happened. The, even people that like her would just be like, "No, no, do I not." Love, I love when you try sports. It. I love when you try sports metaphors. By the way, it's <laughs> like a not sports guy. Well, I can't. Because <laughs> Hillary, punt, Hillary punting would be her not right. running. Well, did kind of. Well, yeah. Feel, Hillary field goal. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Lucky I didn't say punting because I know that's another sports term from another sport that I. Probably would. If Hillary, I, I would say if Hillary, <laughs> Hillary trying to run again would be equivalent of Hillary trying an onside kick at this point. Like I think that's probably the closest sports analogy. Yeah. Or, or Hillary trying like a hundred yard. So Hillary, is that like a rugby thing? It's going to be glorious to see all the hail marys that they <laughs> no, try to throw when Bernie does, like a month from now, like <laughs> oh, yeah. kill everyone in all the polls. You know, I've always wondered yeah. in football why don't they just do a hail mary every time. Like, wouldn't that, because if you got really good at doing Hail Mary, like, why not practice to always do a Hail Mary? Because it's, because it's really hard to actually complete a Hail Mary pass, and it's also a really easy pass to intercept. Yeah, I, I was, and I also, you don't advance the ball. I was trying to make a joke okay. about my, my sports ignorance, but yeah. It's like, <laughs> benched. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of the hacky, uh, like, uh, oh, why don't they just build the whole uh, plane out of a black box? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, right. <laughs> well, I mean, there's certain games that if you figure out, like, how to, how to just fucking... All right, so there's a, there's a card game uh, called Hearts. Yeah, and it's sort of like euchre. I don't know if you know euchre. I know them both. It's a. I played hearts. I know. Yeah, but it's it's sort of like it's it's different than poker, where it's a lot of it's up to chance, right? Where it doesn't Mm matter in hearts, no matter what hand you're dealt, if you if you play it perfectly, you can win every single time. But involves a little bit of strategy, and the the basically it's like they call it shooting the moon when you win like everyone else's cards, or you win like every single point you can win twenty six points and. yeah, and the first time I ever played it, I shot. They were like, "It's really hard to shoot the moon. Like you can win without shooting the moon, but shooting the moon is really hard." And I did it five times in a row the first time I ever played it. And people were like, "What? The, what the fuck? How'd you do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just this is. I know how. I if, if I can tell what you're playing, I can tell what you still have by process of elimination. And no one ever wanted to play with me again after that. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually started playing that after I read uh, Hearts in Atlantis, which is like a great Stephen King. Oh yeah, uh, short story. 
Um, so, and then that got me interested in the game. Yeah. That's like a big component of that story. But anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, that'll be interesting. I think that's happening in the next couple of weeks. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, other than that, I think we, we pretty much covered everything. It was a pretty slow news week. Um, although Bernie uh, and Rokana's measure uh, actually made it through both chambers today. So the first time in history that a war powers resolution has made its way to the president's desk in, in, the, in the 40 plus years since it's been since it was passed in Congress. This is the first time Congress has actually reasserted congressional authority to, to declare war. Um, so that's really incredible that Bernie and Roe managed to get that through uh, with bipartisan support in both chambers of Congress. Uh, obviously, Trump's not going to sign it, but uh, that's, you know, that's not nothing. No, and, you know, again, once we have a Democrat in there, it's amazing on its that. own. And it's amazing because it gives Bernie that issue. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. yeah, that's another great thing to talk about on the campaign trail. Yeah, well, I, yeah, it, and it's just it's such a fucked up world we live in now, where Trump pulling troops out of Afghanistan, people liberals are now opposed to that. It, it's just it's like what the the Trump derangement syndrome is fucking real. I cannot stand people that are now pro war because of Obama and because of Trump. But like I said, yeah. I, I I really well, believe I mean, that the Trump derangement sig- syndrome helps Bernie. I I really do because oh, yeah, their argument absolutely. is electability because they think. You know, he's such a he is a monster, but they think beating him is more important than anything you believe in. So, yeah, well, because they don't really right. believe so in the, anything. So the second you can prove that Bernie does the best against him. They're, yeah, they're never going to. But you know what? The, there, there's, there's some segment of like the liberal intelligentsia, the, the media establishment and elites who are never going to come around to that because they actually know that. Oh, they, but all they don't know want it. Him. They all know it because they hate him worse than Trump. They hate it, except for somehow this week, Jake Tapper fucking said it. Just said, "There's no denying Bernie's oh a front God, runner." Oh my God, I saw that. And all, all their fucking brains shattered. They were just like, Grr! it was like a funeral. You keep fucking nobody. Nobody truth. really disagreed yeah, with him. No, they couldn't. No one disagreed with him either. They were all like, they were all like so. De- it like seriously looked like they were covering like a death of like you know it was it was like when the, they, when John McCain yeah. died it was like the same yeah but this was, when Tapper know? said that all the, the their ears were just full of producers being you know screaming things at them to say but but that marked that marked an actual pivot because all the networks every pundit now is calling him the front runner so there's some strategy they're they're launching now yeah. for sure about him being the front runner you think they're trying to like crush him early? Bernie's or like the, the establishment like- front runner. We've got <laughs> no. I mean, for real, they're pivoting to a new strategy. Yeah. There's no doubt about it because they've yeah. all agreed. I think so too. Well, you know, I mean, there's some there's some uh, validity to like you know a lot of times the initial front runner will burn out. So maybe they're trying to get him to his support to to top out where it is now, and then. You know, like the, the 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 kind of Jeb Bush thing, where his support, you know, was I don't know if he ever actually was the front runner, but like the media, you know, thought he was the front runner, and then it completely flamed out. Yeah, I, I could just um, see Bernie saying, "Please clap to everybody," <laughs> and nobody clapped. Uh, no, no, it's not going to happen. So. The fuck is wrong with you? People? He should Why do that at a rally one day just to see here seventeen thousand people clapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? yeah, please please yeah. stop yeah, clapping. Is- I'm trying to talk. You know, I know you like me. I must I hit my head on a shower door. I have a headache, please. <laughs> I, I know you like what I'm, I'm ringing saying, in but- my ears. It's little look. 
I suspect that uh, Hillary's people uh, sharpen the uh, edge of that door. I don't, I don't know how many shower doors can come uh, people's heads, but whatever, you know. Um, no, so uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think I, I think they're gonna try every fucking trick in the book, and they're gonna invent a bunch of new ones, but it's not gonna matter. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna be an easy fight. Like, I don't want anyone to think it's gonna be easy, but we just gotta keep you know, supporting the campaign however we can, donating if we can. I try to, you know, I've, I've bought like a, I bought one of the shirts. I bought that. I actually bought the same shirt that the uh, the woman was wearing that confronted Chelsea Clinton, the one where it's like uh, college for all, you know, Medicare for all, jobs for right. all, justice for all. That, that was one of the ones like I photoshopped to say communism will win underneath those other th- three things. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, it's a good shirt. Absolutely. I wore it to the, the Kamau Bell thing actually last oh, night. Cool. And uh, yeah, a bunch. Of, oh, I, uh, one other thing real quick before we get out of here that I wanted to tell you. I was in front of the most obnoxious human being of all time. Like the most stereotypical fucking MSNBC liberal. Like, you know, those people that are just really loud talkers. And she was like, well, I'm a tenured professor at St. John's and I have, this is to a total stranger next to her. And I have a bachelor's degree in this and a master. Like she was literally like rattling off her academic accomplishments to the stranger who was like, oh, well, what do you do? Like just the most obnoxious thing in the planet. And then she started talking about how she led a seminar at her school on microaggressions. Okay. And I was like, this can't be a real fucking person. I need, I need to see this person. This cannot be a real person. Yeah. And sure enough, it was a real person, but. She led a seminar on microaggression. So, you know, yeah, I, well, I, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the, to me, the term SJW is a negative for a very good reason and has nothing to do with right wingers. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, the, but, the, but again, people like that just don't live in the real fucking world. And it, it, that's the reason those are the types of people who think that Hillary Clinton was awesome and they can't see what we what our issue with her was. And the fact that she was a woman should have been the first, last, and only thing that determined whether or not we would vote for her. And they're going to be in for a really rude awakening because they're a really small sliver of the Democratic base. Like the Democratic base is still made up of mostly disenfranchised working class people who are really fucking sick and tired of their bullshit and aren't fooled anymore by the shit that's peddled, you know, at them by MSNBC and CNN yada yada so you know again that they can sit in their fucking you know ivy league uh you know poetry jams and and think that everything is going to be fucking awesome like i'm I'm not trying to be a huge deal i'm not saying like i i don't believe in any kind of culture obviously that's not true but just not poetry No, poetry's fine if you're nah, into not like, really. But people, it needs Okay, yeah, you know, but just 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 that really pretentious group of people who thinks that they're super far left, but really like think that Joe Biden is a fucking awesome choice for you know. Yeah, Democratic well, the, the people like, that that said uh, you know that uh, now that Russia Gate's over, that uh, Rachel Maddow is going to have trouble uh, maintaining her leftist audience, and it's like, what what fucking leftist audience are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. So they're in for a real rude awakening, and uh, I'm going to be super happy to be <laughs> to be among the ones that give it to them. Uh, so on that note, uh, obviously, if you want to support the show, uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that really helps us get heard by more people. Uh, and the show is actually really picking up a lot of steam. We're, we're, we're consistently up over 400 plays now. 
uh, an episode just on SoundCloud alone. And I think iTunes is, is not far behind. So we're really, you know, we're, we're getting up into the high hundreds. I think eventually, you know, people, I don't think people realize how small podcast audiences are even for like, uh, major shows. Like, I, I think like a big show like pod save America, uh, is probably on the top of the rung, but they probably don't get more than 200,000 plays an episode. Like it's well, not, a huge they got number. all their corporate like, sponsors and that shit gets boosted and promoted and all kind of, you know, it's no, but you know, but that's what I'm saying. Even them, it, it's not a huge number. Like people don't, a lot of people don't realize, like people don't realize like how few people listen to podcasts. So the yeah. fact that all that's to say, you know, the fact that we have this many listeners as we do, I really appreciate and I think that that's really indicative of the fact that people just want to hear the truth. They don't want to be bullshitted. Like, you know, right. I did see Especially the truth as we you know. see it. I did see that they were available <laughs> yeah. on Sirius. I mean, on, uh, I'm sorry, Spotify. Pod Save America. And that, that oh, would yeah, explain it. Well, Spotify is like selected. Yeah, that's probably where all the audience uh, comes from. You have to like apply to be a fucking podcast on Spotify. Yeah, fuck Spotify. Apply um, to who? Comcast? <laughs> fucking to Spotify. Like you oh, have to like they don't take every pod. It's it's some yeah. bullshit, you know. I'm sure they're owned by Comcast, who's owned by Disney, who's owned by Viacom. It's all fucking I think they actually are literally owned by some other mega corporation. I forget who. But um in any event. Uh yeah, so you know, obviously rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. You can follow us and rate us on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash move left. You if you want to go uh join the uh community over on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh we post the episodes there. We also post uh memes. I say we mostly comrade. I don't really do much on the Facebook, but there's plenty of people following over there. So if you want to go, you know, chat and see some funny shit that happens, you know, during the week. I got a, I got a little good. anecdote. I got to tell about the the memes we've been sharing on our Facebook page. Because usually I'll find good shit from Twitter and then post it on our Facebook page. We, we'll make a couple of them, but a lot of times they're just things we've we found. And, uh, you know, it was it was a, this Twitter meme from uh, Twitter. <laughs> it was Beto. And he was saying it was, it was sort of like pay, he was the the. The quote was a spin on the Margaret Thatcher quote, you know, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of spending other people's money, which, of course, is hilarious because, you know, capitalism is completely founded on people working and someone getting rich off of someone else's labor. You know, yeah, it's, 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 that's literally the opposite. So yeah, the, that's literally what the Beto is. meme was the problem with socialism is that eventually uh, your friends find out you can't uh, kickflip and then they stop sharing weed with you, even though you chipped in for the bag. And I posted that, yeah, it's funny. I posted that on on Facebook, and people did not fucking get it. And I shared it to a bunch of groups. People did not fucking get it. Where they thought it was either. Oh, they, I saw that. They thought it was a real quote. Well, first they were like, "Wait a minute, that's a fake quote." And it's like, "Yeah, it's a fucking joke, you shithead." And then they were like, "I don't." There was one person that said, "Well, I asked my daughter what a kickflip is, and she told me, but I still don't get the joke." And it, it's just, <laughs> you realize, like, there, like there a- is a big you know, contingent of Bernie supporters on Twitter that are just not that politically savvy either. And that's okay. That's fine. You know, not everyone's got to be fucking making. I think there's a, a segment of older voters who, who maybe aren't as up on like meme culture as like our, which is fine. Like, look, Hey, that's the beautiful thing about Bernie is he attracts like a wide swath of voters. I think people just don't know. Like if you took some, your mom and sat her down to read like uh, uh, Crank T. Nelson's Twitter account. Yeah. Would she get those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
No. <laughs> you know, like try to show like drills tweets to like a, like a relative who's not on Twitter. Like can no, you imagine that's how you get like, it, like, intervention why, uh, all of a sudden it showing up. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's, I've always um, had a very dark sense of humor. The 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 Beto squatting on top of Megan or John McCain's coffin while Megan McCain's crying. Yeah. People didn't know what to think of that either. They're like, "Are you what?" Who? I thought that was fucking. Oh hilarious. yeah, it's hilarious. Well, the, people didn't know if it, it was mocking Beto or Megan McCain or John McCain or all three. And I'm like, clearly, it's mocking all of them. What do you think? <laughs> of course, it's mocking all of them. <laughs> Oh, so gosh. yeah, ch- yeah, check out the Facebook that's, that's page. Controversial um, one, though, but. Yeah, check out the Facebook page. We're about to be uh, starting our uh, Left of the Throne podcast here, or sidecast. Uh, we're going to be doing the recap episode of the entire series, which I'm furiously watching. I'm up to like the middle of season four right now. Uh, we're going to be recording that on Monday. That was a very vivid descriptor that you used. It's, it's, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's usually associated with other words. Yeah, you know? um, yeah well, every time uh, they have uh, Lena Headley's uh, stealing a scene, I'm, I'm furiously doing something else. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's amazing all the things, all the misconceptions I've had about the show. Like everyone complained that oh, in season seven, I mean, you know, they just they go from one side of the country to the other and just. right but they say well it was better when it took them forever you know the whole season to get from one place to another it it was never like that you go back and you watch all the all the early episodes it takes them two seasons to get anywhere tops unless they get captured or they're just wandering looking for different trees like brand was that there's never a time where it takes them more than two episodes to get anywhere if they're going from point a to point b so either people just have really terrible memories or they're they're actually thinking about uh lord of the rings and can't discern the two in their memories anymore uh, could, could there be two opposite ends of the fucking spectrum for it? No, well, so, but I think what people, and again, I don't want to get into a whole Game of Thrones talk like we always do, but uh, I think what people always conflate is that Daenerys took six million years to get to King's Landing, where it's like, well, she's got dragons and she's got the Thraki, why didn't she just go? But there was like a, lar- a larger story to tell, and also they were following along with the books, which, but whatever I, but there was no, yeah, some it took degree, her a long time a to get more. there because she would go you know take two episodes to go from one city to the next and then she'd stay there for two seasons you know <laughs> like she wasn't yeah. but but the, and, and that was what annoyed people and i kind of felt that too so i appreciated it in season seven where they were just like fuck this we're going for in this episode we're gonna go from high garden to the fucking supply train yeah. back to king's landing and yeah, that's fine doesn't, and that's doesn't way better be a, and better f- television endlessly trudging through the fucking you know the, whatever anyway Fuck it's yeah. gonna be but, fun but we'll, we'll save it for yeah. if you got a, a you know a, a <laughs> half of an erection right now for game of thrones semi. uh tune in next week <laughs> yeah like a semi chub going yeah. on for game of thrones and the words we're saying about cersei lannister and you know all that everything yeah, she's great. Uh, then tune in next yeah. week. We're gonna have the our preview cast up on myself. the <laughs> on the on the interwebs. So uh, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I miss you, Greet. She was she was the, uh, of, of all the female Game of Thrones characters. I I think I liked her the most for uh, you know. But yeah, yeah. Spoil well. Nah, nah, we don't need to spoil it. <laughs> you can't spoil it. Seven years ago, that. Years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, come check that out. That'll be uh, going up Monday night, probably. Uh, our preview. So episode, the episode the comes following out Sunday, Sunday is the first episode. Yeah, so the episode comes out Sunday. We'll like review it the next, uh, the following night, and get it up on there. We're we're gonna try to get it up on Monday nights. Yeah, we're gonna try to review the next. Oh, day, we'll be you know, getting it up on whether or not we have time to watch it. 
and there's only six episodes so you know it, it, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be short but it's gonna be fucking awesome because i i really think they're gonna be amazing and and i rewatched all of season seven you know in like a day or yeah. two the, the last week and it was like i forgot how fucking good this season and this show is so we're like, uh I can't wait to talk about every episode were you reminded that chaos is a ladder <laughs> yeah yep uh yeah so uh people that don't watch the show have no idea what we're talking about they probably turned off the podcast oh they're gonna they're gonna fucking Uh, be addicted to they're gonna go back and be like why wasn't i watching this fucking dragon's blood fucking titties bounce everywhere all this time It's literally all the greatest things like rolled into yeah. one show. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, like, it's I know it. I, I love the show, but I don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. That's fine. I, you know, it's, yeah, you but I'm that guy who just seven? sort of watches it and loves it and doesn't remember shit. Watches it, and yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, but hey, so you don't watch, listen like to our a, coverage, like and you'll, you'll of, get a of Thrones and games, and you're like, well, I, it's about both of those, and then you tune in, and we're like, oh, actually, if you like titties, you're gonna love the show too. Well, I do like those. So, yes. Pretty much. Yeah. There you go. Come for um, the thrones. Yeah. Stay so, for the cities. Yeah, to do audio <laughs> description of them. That should, be, that should be their slogan. That's- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, where was I on my plugs? Uh, if you want to. <laughs> uh if you want to support the show uh other ways you can uh if you want to support the show monetarily you can uh consider donating to us on uh patreon patreon.com slash move left uh we have a lot of people uh you know who are patrons now and i really appreciate everybody that signed up that helps us uh pay for the hosting costs for the show uh it's a big help you know so i appreciate that thank Uh, you uh yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, see, we can say that on like Joe Biden. <laughs> we can say things like that on like Joe Biden who can't manage to utter the words. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, was uh, Also, if you want to pick up some merch, uh, tinyurl.com slash move left merch. We have a lot of uh, cool shit over there. Shirts, socks, hats, baby onesies. Do we have, uh, uh, do we have uh, uh, move left idiots bottle openers yet? Because I know... Uh... Uh, I don't know if we do, but they might have those. So I should look into that. We'll, I don't know. we'll get to I, those I, as soon I, as all last the last batch I added. All the uh, move left idiots, cock ring, cock ring sell out. We'll think about getting bottle openers. Lots of extra large. We talked left, about folks. this before. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, our, our our audience demographic tends to skew onto the lower end of that sizing chart. I guess apparently no, but um. Uh, yeah, no, but but in all seriousness, there's a ton of random shit there. I think when I did the Teespring drive, I added like a bunch of random stuff just in case anyone wanted. There's like iPhone cover cases with our logo on it and shit. So if you've ever wanted any shit with our logo on it, I'm sure it's over there. I mean, did, uh, that's tinyurl.com. We have stickers, just like merch. regular stickers on there anywhere. I, I yeah, there are actually okay. stickers. I think that's the cheapest thing you could buy on there. So if you want a sticker for your like car, that that or cool. your bicycle, if you ever do buy any. Yeah, or your bicycle, and if you buy any shit like that, you know, take a picture, put it up on the Facebook. We'll share it around or on the Twitter. We'll, we'll share hashtag it around. Move Left Idiots. Uh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, on. I am on Twitter at Move Underscore Left, comrade. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Chaos Riot 1935. Still, I'm uh, at, at Silly Rabbit S I L E Rabbit and uh, Douche Leaks. I launched that a couple days ago. What's up? So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's low on content, but it'll be crazy this week. I just uh, my my best mm-hmm. friend 
had brain surgery, so that kind of set me back on putting shit up there. But good to go. I'm excited to see the content Jeez. from uh, Kurt. I've gone bald. Yeah, he's going to do a lot of screenshots where he accidentally posts some porn pics and things like that. So <laughs> tentacle porn, little, little hentai, little tentacle porn. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's all, just for the family. It's for People the family. That aren't extremely online. Right. Have no idea what we're talking about. Well, <laughs> oh, he, he did post an article okay. already, but most of our own. I, there's a learning curve to actually producing a website. So uh, you can't really sure. see all yeah. the the stuff I put up. So I'm working on it. That yeah. sells a site, doesn't right, it? Cool. That's how you sell a site. Everyone check that out. <laughs> I, I've put things on the site, but I haven't figured out where the publish button yeah. is yet. So it's a little, only I can see it. I don't know. You guys will figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and you can pick up this Inconven- book too. Inconvenientdouche.com. Uh, what's, it's actually very easy yeah, to pick up because it's a light, it's a very thin book. So it's, it's you can lift it's it. It's the lightest quite, book uh, ever. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's quick, quick read. So that's, that's good. Go check that out. Uh, Yeah, and we will be back next week with more Move Left Idiots.